it's your host Kiki and this week on Going on a Tangent Podcast, I discuss conversations versus arguments in a relationship. In this episode, I talk about how conversations can lead you and your partner to be best friends, how combos turn into arguments and break down the real parts of an argument. But I don't just leave you with that. Of course, I talk about what we really need to do to avoid these arguments. Now, I must admit, I can be argumentative, but I also hold a great convo too. So let's talk about it. Welcome back. Let's jump right in. Glad to have you here. So, of course, I have two definitions for you all and the first one is definition of conversation informal interchange of thoughts information and second one is definition of argument a discussion involving different points of view and an address or composition intended to convince or persuade ain't that the truth (laughs) so i have to start this conversation off by talking about conversations in a relationship. I didn't do that on purpose, but it is what it is. So I used to think, what the heck do people talk about for, you know, when they're in a relationship for a long period? Like, what do you say to the same person each and every day? But here I am, eight years later, and we still have a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah. Conversations should really just feel light and easy and, you know, sometimes there's laughing and enjoyment, sometimes just talking shit, um, making fun of each other. And it's like, even after years of time, you know, conversations in a relationship still feel good. And I feel like there's definitely different stages. You know, I think about the beginnings of when me and my husband got together because we met in my junior year of college and we really started dating and taking it a little bit more serious months after I graduated. And then I moved eight hours away for graduate school. So basically we're in a long distance relationship for like the first two years of our relationship which is crazy, but it did allow us to have a lot of conversations and get to know each other a lot more, Um, especially when you're in a long distance relationship, like your whole relationship is about like conversing. How can we get to know each other from afar? That is definitely something that's not easy at all. And um, sorry, I'll just pull this cord out this computer and it was dragging. Anyways, so um, what was I saying? We took the time to really get to know each other because that's really what we had to do. And sometimes it was like, you know, the very like, how was your day? Um, And not very like, so tell me about all your hopes and dreams and wants and all that stuff. But more about like, what's your day? How was your day? And that leads us to talk about other things. So it was very organic, you know, because we might, you might say like, how was your day? And I was having a rough day because grad school was not easy to say the least. And that might've led us into talking about, you know, well, what are, what, what's your goals for the future? What do you want to do? Or what's going to motivate you to make it through the workday? And so that allows the conversation to not be very surface, but dig a little deeper even if it was the beginnings of our relationship. 
And now here we are eight years later and it's still a lot of like, how's your day? Or even like some stuff you saw on social media or YouTube because my husband watches a lot of YouTube. Um, and a lot of our conversations do surround around our responsibilities of our son and puppy. Um, but we also talk even more deeper about like our dreams, our goals, like the things that we want for our family, how to get out of debt, um, more advanced level things, you know, and dig a little bit deeper. And I feel like conversations, no matter the time period of the relationship, are important and of course necessary. Um, and I feel like if you can be best part best partners, if you could be best friends with your partner, I feel like you're capable of anything. I think conversations help grow a friendship in a relationship. And I feel like that's such a solid foundation for relationship to have, to be based on like you and your partner being best friends. I, I feel like that that really can help you challenge anything, you know? And I do think that conversations are going to evolve in a relationship. What you talk about in the beginning should not be what you talk about eight years later. If your relationship is evolving, then and you as a person is, evol- is evolving, you and your significant other, then your conversations should evolve too. And so it shouldn't be the same thing um, that you're talking about in the beginning that you're talking about eight years later. You got to get past the surface. You are challenged by different things in your relationship. So it should cause different conversations to occur. And I feel like me and my husband has, have the ability to have real conversations and we are able to do that because he truly is my best friend. Like (laughs) he really is. And I know because he says some things to me sometimes and I'm like, I don't, I don't even know how I stayed with you. Like, how did we get, how do you have friends? (laughs) But seriously, um, it's like some of the things he says, I'm like, oh, this is between me, God and you, bro. I know that for sure. Because you can't say this to nobody else. And when you can turn around and you have a partner that you can say something to that you feel like you can only tell that person and God, then I feel like that's a solid best friend and a solid foundational thing to have in a relationship because then no conversation will be too hard to have. And I know when... I look at how our relationship has evolved and I look at some of the conversations that we have now or even the conversation that we've had to have and they're like real tough conversations and I can say that we have had them and that nobody's feelings were truly hurt or clearly we stayed together and that we were able to have those conversations. Then that makes me feel really solid about our relationship. And me and my husband have had really tough conversations prior to even being married um, when, you know, it, before even all of that, before like the kids and stuff. And so I feel solid about whatever is ahead. And um, he is a person that is very good at being judgment free. And I'm still working at being entirely judgment free, but uh, I am learning from him. But I feel like that is really important. It's really important for you to be best friends with your partner. And I think it just makes all the difference because when you, and I don't know, you know, this is something that gets said all the time, but like when you think about after, you know, kids grow up or dogs don't live forever 
or um, even when you think about outside of your responsibilities, if you can talk about things serious or things that are just light, if you can laugh and have fun with your partner and your relationship isn't tied to, oh, because we have a kid together or because we have these responsibilities that we have to talk. It's like, no, we can just have conversations about things just because then I feel like that's a solid relationship that could last for a long time because you figured out what it is between you and that person and makes things work without all the other things. And I feel like conversations are the best way for those, like for that to happen. Um, and when you can look at like you and that other person have evolved and your conversations have evolved over the course of the relationship, then you know that you can really get to a place of looking back and be like, damn, we got 30 years under the belt of us doing this thing and we're not the same people, but we together have evolved. And that to me is like where I want to head to. I feel like my husband feels the same and I feel like we've got the beginnings of things that we can make that happen for sure. Now we have to move into talking about because, you know, them conversations can be as good as they want to be. But a lot of stuff come up that cause conversations to turn into arguments. And so we have to talk about that transition because I feel like arguments have parts, right? I feel like arguments always start off with a conversation unless you're just like really angry and you just, you know, come in blazing. But I feel like arguments start off as conversations and then someone says something that makes it go left and then it becomes an argument, right? And then while you're in the argument, there's a lot of back and forth and everyone's trying to defend themselves or a point, um, and I know for me, there's a lot of like, we get to an argument and then there's a replay of why and how we got into the argument or a replay of like what, like parts of the argument. That's, that's the one that be, I'd be like, no, you didn't say it that way. No, no. Let me tell you exactly what you said and how it made me feel um, and all that. And then at some point, just because you can't argue forever, but some people can, because Lord knows um, the time that you argue your way back into a conversation, hopefully. And, you know, if it's like both parties are too tired of yelling and sticking around long enough to get to this point, because sometimes you argue and you don't get to a point of getting back into a conversation. Sometimes the argument causes people to call it quits and um, somebody leaves and, you know, midway through the argument, or sometimes it gets circled back into a conversation and then it may still be something that you just call it quits, or you might come to some kind of agreement or compromise. And so obviously I've put this into a very like step-by-step feel, but we know that it truly isn't that simple. But I, I know that, you know, I feel like that's a gist of you know, arguments and what they look like. And so at least on the more healthier side, because, you know, there are some unhealthy arguments that leads to like actual physical fights and hopefully in your relationship, that is not something that is happening. Um, But I feel like there is a point sometimes when I'm in an argument where I'm like losing my shit because I realized that during the argument, like, there was a convo that turned into an argument. So I'd be mad about the fact that we're arguing while we're arguing. And so again, 
spinning into that cycle <laughs> of a replay of a replay. Um, but I know that that's something that sends me in, off into a handle, like sends me off the handle all the time. But I constantly tell my husband that we've got to work to a place where we can just talk about certain things and it doesn't always lead into an anger fest and that we should be able to have conversations as a couple and not be caught up in the madness of, you know, something that led to an argument. Now, I know that is perfect. That sounds really perfect. And not every conversation is going to lead to an argument and not every argument is going to lead back into a conversation or be dealt with. But I feel like there's going to be depending on who you are as a person, there's always going to be some type of argument that happens in a relationship. I don't think it has to be like super deep or long drawn out, but there's going to be some kind of disagreement in a relationship. And I think how you manage your arguments can really have an impact on like your future. And so right now we are in the beginnings of our marriage and not necessarily in the beginnings of our relationship, but I feel like there's still some things to get worked out. And I pray that, you know, 30 years later, we evolved and there's definitely less arguments, more conversations, or more ways that we can get a hold of ourselves so that we have conversations that less likely lead to arguments and more about disagreements. And so I want to move into talking about the parts, like taking a deeper look at arguments in a relationship on a whole. So have to talk about like, what are you arguing about (laughs) that I feel like is not necessarily the first step per se, but like when I think about arguments in a relationship, I think like, what are you arguing about? For me, I feel like our relation in my relationship, our arguments have like a weird scale because sometimes we argue about some dumb shit like that doesn't matter. Like for example, the other day we were arguing about where a street was. That's dumb, you know. That's that's just dumb. And it was literally like, I, my husband said something like, "Oh, it was by this street. I think it was by this street." And I was like, "Oh, I feel like that street is somewhere farther down this avenue." And he was like, "No, it's not. I brought the dog to this park by this street." And I was like, "Are you sure? I feel like that's not really the case." Anyways, but we was going back and forth. It didn't get into a full blown argument. We almost got into an argument, but that's some dumb stuff right there. That could have been done differently and could have led to an argument had we not paused on it before it got to that place. But you can feel the back and forth starting to rise and it could have got heated. But again, that is dumb. But I feel like most of our arguments are about dumb stuff. Like sometimes we really get into it about serious things, but I feel like majority of the times, if not all the times, are arguments about dumb stuff. You said something to me in a funny way, or I'm hungry, and so I got angry about some dumb thing that led into an argument, or like I'm on my period, and so everything irritates me. And so I feel like sometimes we get to those places where I'm like, this is just dumb, but I don't realize it. And we don't realize it until after we've already gone into, gotten to a whole damn argument, if you know what I mean. And then COVID happened. Lord help me. 
I feel like that stay-at-home order of everyone being inside, like that really turned our arguments on a high because there was no space and no time for us to like be apart, miss each other. It was more about the responsibilities of like working, managing a kid, managing a puppy, and being together all day, every day that really sparked some things. And I feel like that's a real true test of your relationship. You can live with somebody and you not kill them or break up with them. Then that means that you are meant for each other because living with another person, being in the same space with somebody all day, every day can truly test your relationship. Okay. Truly. And I used to think that there were some like high periods of when we would argue, like when I was pregnant course I was bugging and stuff like that but really like COVID COVID was the one so think about like what is it that you're arguing about is it dumb stuff is it serious stuff and like the length of your arguments and how deep it's really having an impact on your relationship I think it's an important scope to look at because that will tell you some things about you, tell you some things about your partner, and tell you some things about your relationship and what it could really stand. And you also have to look at what kind of person you are in argument because that makes, all of this is gonna be a bigger reflection of like an argument in itself. And so what kind of person are you in argument? For myself, I am slightly an argumentative person, okay? Not that I would say I'm always looking for an argument, but I can be very hesitant about things and I can rub people the wrong way or I can be a very like fact checker. Like you said that, but is that really true? And so that a lot of the times has an impact on like how we got into an argument or what how it irritates my husband. Um, and then I'm also like a wordsmith. In a sense, when it comes to an argument, like I'm hella quick with the words, okay? You said something to me and I've already thought about it, process it, and I'm spitting back my response like, like that, okay? Very quickly. And I rarely fumble. And so you got to like be ready to argue with me, okay? Because I got, I got some words for you. Um, and then I'm also um, a person to argue some stuff down. Like in my heart, I think I'm really trying to figure it out or how we can figure out how we can move past it. But then it really turns it what it really looks like is we're just dancing in circles because I'm really trying to like, but I'm trying to explain to you like why you did this and how it made me feel. I'm really trying to figure out like, why did you do this? And really, I'm just arguing things down. I'm beating a horse, reviving it, and then beating that bad boy again. And that doesn't help right? Because we know arguments don't really feel good. It kills the mood. And me doing that and really like arguing arguing the conversation down definitely drives my husband nuts. And it could drive people nuts. Mind you, he's going there with me back and forth and all. But um, I digress. Um, but it's hard for me to pull myself out of it. And I feel like I get caught up too in being very passionate about whatever it is that I'm talking about. And sometimes passion gets confused in arguments because yes, you can be passionate about a topic and stuff, but like, are you looking at your tone, your body language? Um, And that I think is where the line crosses between like, oh, this is passionate versus like, you're just being argumentative because there's a little bit more amp in your voice 
and in your hands and how you're explaining something that confusion that confuses the passion for like no 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 you're just doing too much here and so I feel like for myself and my husband we get into things a lot and we are both passionate people and so sometimes that just heightens things um and I also like think that you know I not think I know that I used to have a little anger issue and I've got to a way better place, but things you really used to send, send me from like a hundred zero to a hundred really quick. And it's almost about everything, but I've really worked hard over the last, I don't know, like 10 years of my life to try to get a control over that and not let things trigger me so easily because once I'm triggered, it's like, that's it. There's no going back from it. And so when you put that into a combination of like the fact that I can be a little argumentative, I am pretty wordy in an argument and I argue stuff down and I'm passionate, like that could be a recipe for disaster. And so I feel like arguments really, you have to think about what kind of person you are in an argument and that plus what are you really arguing about? helps reflect into why you're in an argument. How'd you get there? Being honest and accountable for your actions and what you've done and the other person doing the same and taking a real look at like what you're arguing about can really make you, you know, do some things differently. And so I feel like how do arguments truly happen? I think they truly happen because of this co- these combination of these things and also people learning to control their emotions or their feelings about something or if they were offended by something or if they want to defend themselves or their point about things. When it comes down to it, you've got to get a hold of yourself and the words that come out your mouth because you can't control others. You can only control yourself. And I know that's easier said than done, but I think if a person really works towards managing themselves in a conversation, then it is less likely to lead into an argument. You will have some disagreements, yes, but for the disagreement to go, to be heightened into an argument, I think it has a lot to do with your own personal control. What you say, how you say it, your tone, your mannerisms, your body language, all that stuff is real and can be very triggering to another person um, for it to turn into an argument. And I feel like that's just real. Another thing is like, you know, not getting defensive about stuff that gets goes back to like controlling your emotions that, you know, if we know we are two people that love each other. And we do not have any intentions to, we're not out to hurt each other, then we should be able to consider the other person's view, even if it's different from our own. We should be willing to hear them out, try not to, you know, uh, cut them off because Lord knows that's another one. Oh, when you cut people off in an argument, that is triggering um, for a whole nother argument. <laughs> Again, back to that argument about arguing. And so if you're willing to hear the other person out, I know it's easier said than done, but I do believe doing these things can really help a person manage themselves in an argument. And I think one of the like hardest things to do after you've, you know, well, first of all, these things, all are things that have to be ma- mastered 
in a level of a conversation so that you don't lead into an argument. And I don't think that anybody is perfect, but I think a true test of like, okay, I've managed myself in an argument. I've managed my tone and all those things. I've managed what things I've allowed myself to be offended by. Um, I try to not be on guard and not be defensive. But then if you still end up in an argument or a disagreement that's heading in that direction, the ability to stop yourself from like changing and being triggered by things to head into that direction where you have let go of your tone, your mannerism, the things that you say. And if you can stop yourself from getting too hype, if you can drop the conversation when it is starting to build up or when it is heightened and turned into an argument, I think that is really powerful because sometimes you've got to live to fight to another for another day, right? And so You've gotten to a place where like, this is getting ugly. I don't like this. And you can stop yourself, drop it, defuse and calm down and pick up the conversation, not argument, pick up the conversation another day or in some few, like in some hours, then that is really powerful. Now, even with me saying all these things, it is not that I can do all these things. It's that I think that these things are possible, okay? Because like I said, I am constantly working on myself, people, okay? I'm working on myself, but I feel like those are the ways that arguments truly happen, but then those are the ways that people can try their best to not land in an argument by doing some of those things. So I encourage you all to, you know, really reflect on what it is that is, like what are the many parts that are leading you into an argument with your partner and what kind of person you are in an argument. And that takes a lot of reflection and it definitely isn't easy at all to accept or to say and do, but I do think that it is possible. And hopefully, once you've thought about those things, that you can do your best at, you know, mastering, managing yourself in a conversation. And I will, you know, update y'all about how I'm doing, okay? At this point, it's not so much of a struggle. I'm a work in progress, but I am constantly working and getting much better at it. So I hope y'all are too. But I digress. This is where I wrap up the tangent I've been on all episode and hit you with a good word. Conversations versus arguments. Of course, in a relationship, you're looking to have more conversations than arguments. And the way you truly do that is by getting control of yourself from the inside out. Reflection is powerful, and I think that's where you have to start. So if you get in control of how you view the perspective of others, how you manage yourself in a conversation, and what you can do to avoid turning that conversation into an argument, I feel like you'll have, you know, all the tools that you need. And conversations are what makes a relationship work. You want to get to a place where you and your partner are best friends, you know, could tell each other everything, even the tough stuff. And once you've learned what your flow is in a relationship, you can master having more combos than arguments. Okay, y'all, I'm out of here and I will talk to y'all later. Thank you, thank you for listening and tuning in each week. 
I hope you enjoyed this episode. I want to hear your thoughts about it. I'm at Kiki with love one on Twitter. Make sure you at me and include the hashtag going on a tangent with Kiki podcast and stay tuned for more.